Hey y'all, I'm your host, Jaquela Lynn, aka Coach Quay, the productivity coach and your motivational queen. And this is the Productive Mompreneur Show. This podcast is for mompreneurs who want tips to be more productive in their family life and their business. Because God so freely gave these tools to me, I will give you everything you need. Do you need motivation? Motivation. And where should you go? Coach Quay. Maybe you might need some stimulation. Stimulation. Who got that? Coach Quay. Coupled with some determination. Determination. You already know. Coach Quay. And given that supernatural inspiration. Inspiration. Oh, yeah. Coach Quay. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Productive Mompreneur Show. I'm your host, Jaquela Lynn. Let's dive right in. I am excited because we get a guest again today. And this time I am bringing you the lovely Miss Lanisha Gibson. And she is the founder of Periscope Life Coaching. And of course, she's a mom and she has two boys and a girl. So God bless you. (laughs) But let's bring Lanisha on. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself. Awesome. Hey, Jaquela, thank you so much for having me on. Um, again, yes, my name is Lanisha Gibson, and I am the owner and founder of um, Periscope Life Coaching. Um, I started Periscope because I wanted to help women become the best, their best selves, the best versions of themselves. So um, I help women achieve their dreams, accomplish their goals, um, and then help them eliminate any barriers that stand in their way. So if they, you know, are used to procrastinating a lot, if, um, you know, they have uh, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, you know, anything and everything that could possibly, you know, stand in their way or, you know, create barriers for them to reach their goals and reaching their full potential. I help them actually eliminate those barriers, um, help them rediscover themselves. So if, you know, they're so used to being mom and wife and, you know, caregivers for everyone else, sometimes they lose sight of who they actually are. And so I help them kind of rediscover who they are, what makes them happy. Um, and again, just help them become the best versions of themselves and reach their, their dreams and goals. Awesome. Y'all see why we have her on the show today, right? Because we are so aligned. We want to see you women truly become the best versions of yourselves. And so when Lanisha and I connected the first time, I was like, oh yes, this is a definite yes, you know, because we see eye to eye on so many different things. When we were talking, we were shaking our heads and yesing each other. And so I'm excited to bring her knowledge to all of you because we know how important it is to really identify with who we are again and to eliminate those barriers and put some boundaries up. You know, people put barriers up that we never asked for. And so it's time to start eliminating those things and really walking in our full potential and our full worth. So before we jump into any coaching and teaching, tell us about the woman, Lanisha, please. Yeah. So um, as you mentioned, yes, I am um, a mom of three. I have two boys. One is 21. I have a nine-year-old boy. And then my only girl is right in the middle. She's 12. Um, We live in Dallas, Texas. So we've been here pretty much forever. I'm originally from Philadelphia, but I moved here when I was younger. So I consider Texas home. Um, Yeah, so I'm married to my college sweetheart. Um, So we've been together. It'll be 16 years this year. 
Um, and yeah, so my background is actually in public relations. So I started out, which is, it seems like a really strange transition from public relations to, um, to becoming a life coach, but it actually wasn't that strange of a transition. So my sole responsibility as a public relations professional was to um, basically make everyone, CEOs, my, the executives that I worked for, um, some celebrities in some cases, and like some of the largest brands become, you know, um, very likable to the public, right? So, I, you know, I made them seem very likable. I was the one that helped with crisis situations. If something happened, then I was the one that like put a shiny bow on it to make, you know, the crisis situations go away in some cases. Um, you know, I made them seem polished. So, if you notice, I'm using the word seem a lot. They seemed this way. They seemed polished. They seemed like they were, you know, extremely likable, regardless of what they were like on the inside, right? And so I decided after so many years um, that I actually wanted to help influence or have more influence in what people were like, actually, like truly actually like on the inside, right? So if they, mm-hmm. you know, had some issues on the inside, if they weren't necessarily um, feeling quite good on the inside, whether, you know, again, they were depressed in some way, um, whether they had anger issues for whatever reason, whatever it is, I wanted to have a little bit more influence on how they actually were and operated on the inside. Um, And so I, you know, started looking into ways instead of just me looking, like doing things to help them seem and appear a certain way. I was like, well, how can I actually have more influence into how people are on the inside, right? And so I'm used to working with people um, so that was one kind of easy transition. I wanted to, you know, still make sure I was like helping people actually. Um, so, you know, life coaching kind of was one of those things that um, seemed like a perfect fit for my background. It seemed like it would be really good for me to, um, you know, actually just transition from PR to life coaching. Like right. I said, used to working with people and helping people. Again, it was helping people in a different way. Um, but, you know, this was actually, like I said, a perfect fit for me. So that's kind of how I got into life coaching. I love it. I believe that our careers, most life coaches, I think the best life coaches are those of us who took our career and used what we learned to really jump into this life coaching thing because I used to be a nursing home administrator. (laughs) Okay, wow, yeah. Tell people that they're like, so how did you become a life coach? And so I teach about how as an administrator, I had to have great organizational skills. I had to be able to work with all types of different people. And one of the main things that pushed me this way is because I was watching my, my residents at the end of their life And they only complain to me about all the things they wish they had. Right. Right. And so, and then I would work with these aides and these nurses and I would be encouraging them. Like, don't you want to go back to school? It's on our dime. You know, don't you want to become something else? And they're like, so content and mediocrity. And I was like, what the, what in the world is going on? That's what they're they're in their comfort zone. Yeah. And I realized that I was created to stretch people. Mm Mm-hmm. So I take my skills as an administrator because I have to be organized. I have to be productive. I have to meet deadlines. And that's why like my main thing that I, that I coach women on is productivity, how to win the day. You know, I'm all about that, but I believe everything that you said about PR, like your job was making people who may or may not have been good people on the inside, look like great people on TV, you know, in the the limelight. And so you are able to take that 
and bring people bring the good out of people and help mm-hmm. them be the same person on the inside <laughs> that they are on the outside you know yeah. so I love that I love when I meet people and they say oh you're you're so much like you are on Facebook and I'm like yep that's me you know that's who I am. yeah <laughs> right. and so I love that one of the biggest things that excites me um when you and I first talked we were talking about the name of your business, Periscope Life Coaching. And, you know, I thought it was like Periscope, the app that we used to get on years ago. <laughs> but tell them where the name Periscope came from, because I, I think it'll help people to connect with you in yeah. such a right. greater way. Right. Yeah. So I think a lot of people just think that I just like pulled a name out of the air. And then it's funny that you mentioned that app that was like, you know, something in years ago. Um, and I was telling you that I didn't actually know about Periscope. Like I don't didn't remember it. I'll say not right. necessarily I didn't know about it. I didn't necessarily remember it until I started Googling to see if there were if that name was available, right, for life coaching. Um, but I came up with it because Periscope as like what it actually is is a lens, right? It's a lens that helps you see things that are outside of your direct view. Um, so the way I use the term Periscope in my business is basically I help women see things that they can't necessarily see themselves. So I help them rediscover themselves. Mm-hmm. So like I said, as moms, as women in general, we're so used to being a certain way. We're so used to playing certain roles. You know, like I said, you know, we're, you know, we're wives, we're moms. Um, if you work at a corporate job, you're an employee or an executive, you have all these titles and all these roles. But I, again, I think you kind of lose sight sometimes of who you actually are as a person. Like what makes you happy? Like right. what makes, you know, what makes you sad? Like what are some things that you actually enjoy doing? Um, I think just so often we are just, you know, just so moving so fast and, you know, worried about what everybody else is doing. And even in some cases worried about what other people think of us, like what they think we should be like and what we, you know, which we should actually be um, caring about, those sorts of things. So I think, you know, to actually get in touch with who you actually are, it could be kind of hard sometimes. So again, Periscope is, is something that um, helps people see things that they can't necessarily see. So I help women rediscover who they actually are. Um, I help them see things that they can't see. I help them see that they're, you know, they're, they are beautiful and the talents and skills that they have are actually enough. And, you know, you're worthy and you're worth, you know, everything. And um, so that's kind of how the word Periscope came, you know, to fruition in terms of, you know, the name of my company. I love it. I love it. When you first told me about it and I wrote it down and highlighted it on here that, you know, we talked, cause we even talked, <laughs> we talked about the difference between like microscopes and telescopes, you yes. know, like right. just the right. importance of it. And I think a name is so important. And so I love mm-hmm. that Periscope is your name because it really does. That's what we need. You know, we wear glasses so that we can see things that we can't really see. And so Periscope really helps us to see things that we couldn't cur- currently see. So I appreciate that from you. So one of the things that, you know, I thought was exciting about you is you, you've been doing your life coaching for two years now. So tell them about the transition, you know, like what really pushed you because, it's not easy to leave a corporation or right. a corporate job that that for sure money. How mm-hmm. did you take that leap of faith? What was it like? Yes, so um, you're right. It, it was not easy, um, but I knew I found out. I can say that I found out that I wanted to get into life coaching. So it wasn't something that I just all of a sudden did one day, right? So it was something that I had been looking into for a little while because I 
I wasn't necessarily fulfilled in public relations anymore. And that happened a little while ago. So yes, I have been doing this for two years, but I have to say probably maybe three or four years, probably four years ago is when I actually got the itch to want to do something else. Okay. Um, so that's when I actually started looking into things that actually allow me to help um, people. And I knew I wanted to focus on women because I, you know, I, as everyone else has, has been through some experiences and some challenges and, you know, it's not always easy to get through those challenges. So I wanted to focus on women and, you know, help them see that, you know, there is a way out, right? You don't have to, like you said, you, you don't have to, you know, be stuck in mediocrity. You know, you can actually live your dreams and fulfill your goals and um, that sort of thing. So I knew I wanted to focus on women, but I wanted to, again, figure out like what exactly it was I wanted to do. So I started looking into that next step or that transition stage, like before I even became a life coach. And so um, probably three years ago is when I made the decision, like, this is what I want to do. And so I kind of started working up towards that at that point. So in terms of money, I started kind of putting money back. I saved money and I started doing a lot of research in terms of, you know, ways that I can get clients. Cause I basically, I got all of my ducks in a row before I made the jump to leaving my corporate job. Um, and so, cause it, that, it can be a little bit scary. It can be scary to, to actually leave and, you know, not have kind of a, a backup plan. If, if something doesn't work, like if this didn't work, for instance, I didn't necessarily have a backup plan. I guess it would have been to go back to work. But I didn't want that to happen. I wanted to, you know, make sure I had all of my ducks in a row, um, did all the research I could to figure out like how to market, like how to figure out how to get my, um, my clients, how to reach my client base. I figured all that out before I left the job. And um, I have to say the pandemic kind of helped a little bit um, because it was like right in the beginning of the pandemic when I kind of made that jump, but it helped because I was able to work from home which gave me the ability to kind of do two things at once, if that makes sense. Right. Like I was able to kind of do my actual full-time job and I still had some time, like when I had downtime or during lunch or whatever, I was able to kind of do, you know, this, this as well to kind of build this up. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's kind of how it got started. The transition, like I said, seems like a different, unusual one, but it actually was a really good fit for me. Like, you know, like, I, like we both were saying with our jobs, like we have to work with different people, like all different types of backgrounds and personalities and one large part of my job was um charities was actually nonprofit work and I loved that part of it um so giving back like I did meals on wheels with my job so that doesn't sound like PR but it was like we had a, a section of um a department kind of alongside of that with a few of my jobs where we actually like gave back and you know did I did meals on wheels and we read to you know, students that didn't speak English so they could learn English and things like that. So I knew that the helping part was in me. I knew that's what I actually wanted to do, but it, just, it was just figuring out how to actually do it in a way that I feel, feel felt fulfilled and actually made sure that women felt, you know, fulfilled and reached their goals as well. So, right. um, so that's how the actual transition happened in terms of, you know, money and what made, what, how I got to that decision. It wasn't like a quick, I want to do it. I'm leaving my job now. You know, whatever happens, happens. It was, you know, kind of, I had to make sure I got my ducks in a row and made sure I did have some money put aside. And there wasn't a lot of capital involved too, if that makes sense. So, um, you know, I didn't like go out, rush and go out and buy, you know, rent a building or lease a building or whatever and all that. It's, I, most of my, even today, most of my um, sessions actually take place virtually like this on Zoom. I have some in-person clients. Um, and I, you know, do that out of an office, but now I'm able to afford an office space, but it took 
you know, a little while for me to do that. In the beginning, it was all virtual. So um, again, it, it took some time leading up to this, this point right here. See, I appreciate that because I meet women all the time and they're like, I'm so tired of my job and they just want to quit and start their own business. And I'm, and I ask them those very important questions. Do you have some money saved up? Because if you're going to abandon your full-time position, which is a, a, a check that you know you're going to get every week, every two weeks, you know, a consistent check. So if you're about to abandon that, do you have some money saved up to cover that time that you're going to be off and figuring stuff out? Mm -hmm. Have you done the research? Yeah. So often I meet women who are just like, no, but it was a good, I think it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it is a good idea. Yeah. A lot of times it is a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I, I believe that women, we're creative and we have ideas all the time. And if you're a mom of more than one, then you have to always be thinking of how things can work for everybody. Because if your kids are anything like mine, they are three totally, three totally different creatures. Like, <laughs> those personalities range from, I, I, I can't even explain it, but I know that in my head, I've always got ideas going on because I'm like, how can we do a a project together and all three of my kids can participate? And my kids are nine, six, and three. And so, you know, I have to figure out how can all three of them do something. And so even in business, we have all these great ideas. And I ask the women, have you done the research? Mm-hmm. have you mapped right. out a plan you know I'm all about making a plan and sticking to it you know like <laughs> if yeah, you don't absolutely. have a plan you're you're basically planning to fail right and, you know I don't want to speak doom well, and gloom. With that. yeah yeah I'm not trying to speak doom and gloom but I'm just being real if you don't have a plan if you don't have your your stuff ready as you say your right. ducks in a row you're going to find yourself in a position where now you're stressed out because you don't know what you're doing. Right. So you ain't got no money. You don't know what you're doing and your business ain't working. And now you want to quit. And it's right. like, that causes a whole nother level of stress emotionally, physically, you know, and, and we're trying to eliminate that. I see that meme go around all the time where I didn't want to work nine to five. So I started my own business mm-hmm. and now I work 24 hours a day. And I was like, wait, that's not how it's supposed <laughs> to be. <laughs> But those are the people who didn't plan. Yeah. They just just quit their job and now they have to work 24 hours to try and make it work, you know? And so I commend you for taking the time to do the research, for saving up and making like an informed decision about when you were going to do things, setting deadlines and stuff. Like I, I already can tell, like, you set it out, you mapped it out. You did not just mm-hmm. jump in. And that is really good. So ladies, if you're listening, <laughs> you heard it from both of us. If you have an idea, you need to plan it. Right. <laughs> you can right. do it right. And I'm all for like taking a leap of faith. I think that's, that's huge, right? Like you need to be able to take a leap of faith because you don't know what the result's going to be. You don't know if it's going to you know, turn out good or bad, but you want to do all you can to set yourself up, you know, in the best position you can. You want to make sure you set yourself up to win. If you just leave your job and, you know, think it's going to work out, you know, without having any plans. Like, I think the biggest thing for me was where am I going to get my clients? Like that sort of thing. Like, how am I going to, you know, market to this new audience, right? It's different. Life coaching is obviously different than PR. It was a, it's a lot different types of marketing um, to reach that audience. So I had to figure that part out because I'm like, if I go ahead and leave my job, 
you know, and I go ahead and start out on this new venture, like I got to figure out where I'm getting my clients from, or it's not going to be a business at all. So um, that was one of the main things that I focused on. I did research and, you know, figured out like where my clients are and how to reach them. But yeah, I think a plan is, like you said, if you don't plan in advance, you basically plan to fail. So I think it, it is important to, you know, at least have some sort of plan on how you plan on running the business whenever you do leave. Yeah. I totally agree. Okay. So you said something really good because a lot of the women who are listening here, they either have a business or they want to start a business. And I know that when I started my health and wellness business, I, I knew a little bit, but no one told me what, which is something very key to what you said. You had to find your clients. Therefore you had to know who is it that I want to help. And right. so are you able to like help the women kind of figure out how to niche down? Like, how do they figure that part out? Yeah. So um, I knew that, so everybody has different businesses, obviously, but in terms of my business, I knew that I wanted to focus on moms primarily or people going into their next chapter, whatever that meant for them. Like if they were tired of just where they were in life, they knew they had goals, but they've been pushed to the back burner. They knew that they wanted either another career or they just wanted to find joy again. Like they, you know, lost sight of again, who they were or life as they knew it, like the pandemic, like I said, that it's, I've gotten a lot of clients because the pandemic just bringing them down. Like it's been hard for everybody. Um, but in the very beginning, I knew kind of who I wanted to focus on. I knew like kind of my experiences as a mom and, um, you know, working a full-time job. And again, just trying to get through all of, you know, all of these things, right? Like being a mom and a wife. And, but I also knew that I had goals and dreams and stuff too. So I knew that moms, number one, were, you know, a lot of them were going through the same things that I go through and a lot of things, or yeah, yeah, that I go through and that a lot of us go through or have been through. Um, so I, that was one of the things I focused on was finding moms, moms with, you know, with multiple kids, um, or like I said, you know, clients that have, um, you know, that just wanted to transition in some sort of way. So a lot of my marketing um, is done on social media. So Instagram, Facebook, but I did join groups, mom groups. I joined a lot of mom groups. I joined, um, you know, groups of uh, women who were transitioning career-wise um, that just needed some help. I joined groups that talked about goal setting. So, you know, there's a lot of groups out there that, you know, they're and very ambitious and they're like you know I need to set my goals I need to set my sights you know five-year plan kind of thing so I kind of looked for that kind of conversation um in different you know groups and forums and things like that so that's where I kind of figured a lot of the people that would need my help or want my help would be um so yeah, like I said next chapter people that you know are about to hit a milestone a lot of my clients actually like a, a handful not a lot but I'll take a handful of my clients right now are about they're within a year or two of hitting a milestone birthday and you know once you hit that milestone whatever it may be 40 50 60 you know they're like I need to do something different like I've been doing the same thing for this long I've you know right. had all these goals and for some reason I'm stuck like I'm procrastinating I can't you know push through to get these goals done and I don't want my next chapter to be the exact same as my you know as my last chapter so um I you know, kind of honed in on those clients as well. So, um, yeah, so first thing was for me to figure out exactly who I wanted to talk to right? Um, and how I can help them. And then I just kind of started 
um, advertising, so paid advertisement on social, as well as, like I said, I joined several groups. So just kind of contributing to the conversation mm-hmm. um, in those groups as well, like more natural versus like, you know, right. I'm a- <laughs> Oh my gosh. So when I first became a health and wellness coach, no one told me to be natural. And so, <laughs> so I had this script and I was like going at every person. My brain was like, okay, she's and, and this is their words, not mine, but I would read people's statuses. Like I'm tired of being fat. I'm tired of looking like this, you know? And I'm like, Yes, and I will go straight. That's my ideal customer, right? I'm going in, I'm going for the jugular. Let me, hey, you tired of being fat? I got something for you. That was so terrible. Yeah. But then I started probably scared people away too. I mean, it was good because that was your client right there. It's just a matter of how you get to be at. They're probably scared them away. Like, oh, exactly. And that was well before life coaching ever came about. That was like eight or nine years ago. And it was just like, I knew I wanted to help these women. I knew I wanted these moms to feel energized and feel sexy at the same time. And so I was going after them. And it's all about where your passion is and being able to properly communicate. And that's what I'm hearing you say that you knew what your passion was. You knew who you wanted to help you. You niched it down. You understood where you needed to be. And that's another key. You got to know where to be. You got to position yourself. And I heard you say that you got in the right uh, communities, the right groups, and you added value. You didn't just go in there going for the jugular like I did eight, nine years ago, where I was like, oh, you're fat? Here, I got you. Now, when I talk to my health and wellness clients, I'm like, do not call yourself fat. Like, right. <laughs> we don't, right. we're, we're not fat. We have Absolutely. fat. <laughs> you're fat, but no, you're not. You're beautiful. Yeah. And we just need to figure out how to get you to a healthier weight. That's, yeah. That's exactly. And so when I started reshaping their words and their mm-hmm. mindset and how they see themselves, then they started saying, yeah. oh, I am beautiful. But I have some changes I'd like to make. And this is how we're going to go about it. And we put a plan in place. And I was able to start, you know, going to them in a more tactful way (laughs) with more taste and conversation. Like, oh, gosh, I understand. I used to be there, you know, when I had my first kid, I gained 60 pounds, you know, and my neck hurt, my back ache. I told people I would walk around singing that cheer. My neck hurt, my bra too tight, you know. (laughs) And it was like the real truth. And when you begin to be real like that and share the real life stuff and come with yes. communication, people are like, oh yeah. And I think that is kind of what taught me how to, how to really get my target audience is just to be my real authentic self. Cause I used to try and be like to a T what the paper said. And I'm like, that does yeah. not work. Right. <laughs> Too perfect, right? I think a lot of times whenever we start a business, we feel like we have to be, and I think even life coaches too. Mm-hmm. I think a mistake that some life coaches make is they try to be something that still is they're not, right? Like they think that their life is supposed to be perfect in order for them to coach other women on how to be perfect. Right. And that's realistic. You know, we're we're not perfect. We're all, you know, figuring a lot of things out, right? Like we're all kind of and we've all gone through experiences and we can teach others how to go through those same, you know, types of experiences or similar ones, right? So I think um that's one thing that I I never felt that way because it's hard for me to fake it it's hard for me to act a certain way that's not necessarily me um but I have you know heard other life coaches and other women I feel like they needed to be perfect in order for them to actually be a coach to others so right and I'm in agreement with that my health coaching 
was through, it's through a company. And so they taught us how to do things their way and full transparency. My company is primarily Caucasian. You don't see a lot of women of color there. And when you do, it's kind of grouped together and you don't really know what everybody's doing. And so I was following what these other leaders said they did and it just didn't work for our community. And so that's what led me into life coaching because I thought I was going in to help women lose weight. That was it. People were coming to me like, so how do you, I can't afford $160. And I'm like, oh, we need to talk about this budget then. Yeah. They're like, I can't lose weight because I'm so stressed out. And I'm like, we need to talk about, you know. And so I went from health and wellness coaching Mm -hmm. to total life coaching and the pastor and a wellness coach together. I was like, oh, I'm a perfect life coach. I got you. And then I didn't have to fake anything because I was being authentically me. So they saw me on my good days. They yeah. saw me when my hair wasn't done. Right. They right. My nail polish is chipping. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I go to the nail shop now and she's like, well, why are you only want clear? And I'm like, because can't nobody tell when it's chipping. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see my nails? <laughs> Listen, you can't tell if I got polish on or not, right? So, <laughs> but that is some of the things that I love for women to be able to experience is truly being their authentic self and just being able to put it out there because now I have women coming to me saying, well, how do I become a life coach? Do I got to get it all together? I have to, yeah. Yeah. Do I have to have it all together first? I got to act like you and look like you. And I'm like, oh gosh, you only see what I put on social media. Like (laughs) I only give you bits and pieces of the bad and most of the good, you know, and generally when we're going through the bad, if you're like me, you don't have time to put all of your bad on social media. Right. I know there are people who put all their dirty laundry and their neighbor's mm-hmm. dirty laundry too on the no, on social private too, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are some people that a lot of people actually that do that. So it's, I call it sometimes sympathy posts. You know, mm-hmm. people that like post like kind of cryptic things on yeah. all of what's going on, but you know that it's something bad. So they want people to be like, "What's going on?" So that's kind yep. of like one of those. Ask me so I can tell you everything's going to be at now. Those are the ones that I scroll right by and I'm like, nope, I'm not getting in on that one. You know, somebody recently asked me like, oh, my daughter needs help and you're a life coach. And I said, I don't life coach family or friends. Like, (laughs) And she says, well, I don't understand why if we're going to pay. And I'm like, well, first of all, y'all don't want to pay all the time. And secondly, I mean, Jesus couldn't do miracles in his hometown and I don't see myself as better than Jesus, you know? (laughs) And so I choose to, you know, recommend, refer them out, you know, I think it would be better with someone who's unbiased, you know? And so that's, that's my thing. I'm, you know, some people are different. They want to coach their family. I'm like, cause when I say something that you don't like, I don't want you running like Quayla said, you know, cause that's the first thing they do. (laughs) Right. Now they're mad at you because you yeah. said something mean. Because I heard I did my job. Right. <laughs> right. No, I get so that. Where do you see Periscope Life Coaching in the next few years? That's a great question. Um, so I just launched group coaching. I know I should have been doing that a long time ago. 
Um, but I focus primarily on one-on-one. I think I mentioned whenever you and I first spoke that I was doing in-person. So my look in my local market here in the Dallas area, mm-hmm. um, I was doing uh, monthly brunches. And so that was kind of my group coaching um, sessions there, but I did it kind of in a fun way. It was brunches. So women would come out and, you know, have brunch and it would be more conversational. So we talk about just different, you know, life journeys, things that people go through. So we talked about relationships and, you know, setting goals and careers and just different things like that. So um, that was kind of my group coaching when I, in the beginning, but I am launching an actual group coaching um, option um, virtually or whoever wants to, you know, get in on there. So we may do in person, but right now it's going to be primarily virtually. Um, So that's coming in February next month. Um, But in terms of in in the next few years, um, I see myself, that's a great question. I think um, I will eventually start a podcast. It's not something that I'm, I'm wanting to do right now. I'll, I'd rather be on, you know, podcasts like yours, (laughs) but I will eventually eventually like to start a podcast um, that primarily focuses on, again, like, you know, ways to help women, like tips and advice to help women get through their life journey. But I want, um, to be able to bring guests on that have whatever types of issues that may be facing, you know, they may be facing. So, um, like I said, if they, if procrastination is something that they deal with, if stress is something they deal with a lot, if they, you know, are depressed and that's, you know, making them not even want to get out of bed, let alone, you know, reach their goals. Um, if they have confidence, whatever it is, I want them to be able to ask me questions, kind of like a Q and A type of thing, like ask me whatever questions you have. Um, and then, you know, let me give you kind of a real life answer scenario to help you get through um, that particular challenge. So that's something that's on the horizon. I would, like I said, I don't know if that's going to be now. Um, that may be may, towards the end of the year, I may launch that. Um, I think eventually, because it's a whole brand, Periscope is a whole brand. I am the owner of Periscope, but I am just one life coach. But I think eventually I'd like to have other life coaches under the Periscope brand. Um, that's something that I think, you know, would, I would love in the next couple of years. Um, and yeah, I just, I mean, ultimately I just want to, you know, help as many women as I can in whatever types of mediums I can, right? So the, you know, the podcast I mentioned, the group coaching, um, I'm starting that now. If I can have, you know, multiple, um, life coaches underneath the brand to help even more women, that would be fantastic. Um, so that, you know, those are kind of some things that I see in the next, in the next few years. That's awesome. I love it. I can see you doing great things and helping many women. And I can see us collaborating on some things, helping women across this country and not even limited to the U.S. because Mm -hmm. we offer can help women everywhere. So I'm excited for you. I think everything that you're doing is great. I love the brunches. I know with COVID, you know, we got to know But I haven't done the brunches in a little while. So that, that was something that I was doing. Um, like I said, that was kind of my group coaching, but I have not done those in a little while. Okay. Um, so like I said, right now, the group coaching is going to be offered virtually. When I start it back up next month, it's going to be virtual just because of COVID. I don't know where COVID's going or what's happening. Um, so we are going to start. No one does. <laughs> it's sad because I really didn't expect it to last this long. Right. Um, it's crazy. But um, so, yeah. So right now, the, the group coaching is a virtual option. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I listen, I love everything that you have going on. I'm so grateful that there are more women out here that instead of 
feeling like it's a competition. We're out here to help as many women to rediscover who they are and be the best version of themselves. And I want you to let everyone know how can they keep in contact with you? Yeah, perfect. So um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram is um, Periscope Coaching. Yeah, Instagram is Periscope Coaching. And then um, on Facebook, you can find me at um, Periscope Elsie for life coaching. So Periscope Elsie for Facebook, Periscope Coaching for Instagram. Um, and then my website is periscopelife.com. Okay. Yeah. And we'll put all of that in the show notes. So everyone will be able to find you, connect with you. Make sure you connect with her on Instagram and Facebook. Follow her. I know you have discovery calls that people can reach out yeah. to, you, right? Yeah. So I'll put the link yeah, so that's to our right. website yeah. for that. Go ahead. Sorry. I cut you off. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just make sure that people can reach out because you may be the coach that they've been looking for. If she said something today that you're like, wow, that just <laughs> ignited something on the inside of me and I really need to reach out to her. I want them to be able to do that so they can get what they need and move on to that next level in their lives. Yeah, I appreciate that. Is there any final thing that you would like to tell our listeners? Um, I think just one thing I want to mention, you know, I've talked a lot about the types of women that I help, mostly moms that don't have to be moms. Again, it can be moms or any women dealing with um, life issues and they don't necessarily know how to get to that next step um, or they don't necessarily know how to get through, you know, their challenges at the moment. They think their life is going to be where it is. Um, you know, I just want to encourage women that it doesn't have to be or your life doesn't have to be exactly where it is. If you want more, if you want better, if you want your life to be improved, you know, let's do the things that you need to do to make that move, like to get that, get to that next step, the next level. Um, if it's hard for you to figure out what the next step is or what to do to get, you know, to that next step, you know, let's figure it, let's sit down. I'm here to help you. Jaquela is here to help you as well. Um, but let's figure out like how to, you know, make those action steps to get you to the next level. You don't have to, you know, be there in mediocrity. You don't have to, you know, be where you are. And I think too, as a mom, a lot of times we feel guilty for put, making ourselves a priority, putting our goals and our needs and wants um, in front because we're so used to taking care of our kids and we're so used to taking care of our, our husbands. And, um, you know, again, if you're working a corporate job, you know, your boss, like everybody's needs and wants kind of get put out in the front and ours, for some reason, I think a lot of times we put it on ourselves, but I think sometimes it's the expectations of, of women as well. Like our goals and things that we want to get pushed to the back burner. Mm -hmm. So don't feel guilty about, you know, taking care of yourself and making, you know, your dreams and your goals, you know, come to fruition. Like it's, you deserve happiness as well, just as, just as well as your family does. You know, I always tell my clients, you know, I refer to the safety message. Um, that they give you on the airplane. You know, they always tell you that you need to put your safety mask on first before you help anyone else, including yes. your kids. And that's because, you know, if you're no good, if you are not taken care of, if you don't take care of yourself first, you're not going to be able to help anybody else. So, you know, I tell my clients that, like, make sure you take care of yourself and then you'll feel much better and you'll, you know, have what you need to be able to take care of everyone else around you. So don't feel guilty about making yourself a priority. Definitely do that. You're important too, just as important as the rest of your family. Um, and you deserve to be happy as well. 
Absolutely. Listen, that is one of my favorite things to tell people, put yeah. your own mask on yeah. first, you know, right. and that comes from up in the air. So, <laughs> That's right. so and I believe it's important that we take care of ourselves. We can't be everything for everybody if we're not everything for ourselves first. Right. So I'm with you on that. Listen, I have enjoyed our time together. I'm excited for whatever we get to do in the future because I know that this was a divine appointment for us to come together and I'm excited. So everybody, yes, thank you so much for joining me. This was a great conversation and we'll have to do it again. So we will for sure. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Everybody, make sure you go and follow Periscope Coach, Periscope Coaching. Yes, Periscope Coaching on, on Instagram and yes. Periscope LC on Facebook, yeah. Yes, make sure you go follow her. Let her know you heard her episode on the Productive Mompreneur Show. Share your favorite tip and tag both of us. Let us know you're listening, that it's helping and you're about to level up in this life and be the best version of yourselves. Thanks for adding us to your to-do list. Now go do something productive. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Productive Mompreneur Show. If you enjoyed today's episode and found value in it, it would mean a lot to me if you share your biggest takeaway in your Instagram stories and tag at Jaquela Lynn. That'll help me help you through these podcast episodes. And while we're helping people, you can take one minute to rate, review, subscribe, and share with other people who you think might enjoy this. To learn how to work with me directly or get access to my tips, freebies, and trainings, be sure to head over to JaquelaLynn.com. Put slash community if you want to join my Facebook community. I'm Jaquela Lynn. Thanks for adding me to your to-do list. Now go do something productive. You already know. Go play.